0: Good day. Happy Friday to you. Oh yeah, it's Friday. Oh, what's that? What's playing? What is this? Yeah. Gotta have cereal. Cereal. This this is a 10-year-old song now, isn't it? Pretty sure it was 2011. I, I lived in Florida, so that's a very small window. Anything that came out when I lived in Florida was 2010 to 2012. Oh, what? Friday, Friday, gotta get down on to the- yeah. Alexa, stop. That's enough. <laughs> good day, good day, good day. Happy Friday. Yeah, the weekend's coming up here. It's the pre-kend. It's the weekend. It's whatever the fuck you want it to be. Uh, I'm excited because we're going to go see West Side Story tonight. Two and a half hours of singing and dancing and musicals. Oh, the kids are going to be so excited. They don't care. They don't give a shit. We're gonna For two and a half hours, they're going to get to have snacks and candy and junk food at the movie theater. That's, that's all they're interested in. So that's what's happening. Uh... Yeah, it's Friday. It's Friday. Fr- no, no, no. Uh, Happy Friday. Happiest of Fridays to you. Uh, a little follow up from yesterday. You, you have now heard. Of course, I'm recording this on a Friday, and I haven't posted this audio, so you haven't heard it as of the time I'm recording this. But hopefully, uh, hopefully you you will soon. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap up this little quick update, and uh, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna post podcast episodes that I haven't posted which is really anyway uh so by now if you're listening to this hopefully that means you've heard my my tale in the previous podcast of my tires running low it was a cold snowy Thursday morning and I the tires had said the tires were low not super low but 28 27 psi on two of my tires and I went to the gas station I went to the Cumbie's the cumberland farms where i always go to fill my tires and uh there was a gentleman in front of me tr- attempting to put air in his tire you can go back and listen to it it's a previous podcast episode i'm not going to recap everything uh i told this story to my wife told it to kim and of course it makes perfect sense and i'm so stupid i didn't even this guy watching this guy just circle his truck and not know how to use the credit card swiper for the air hose and not even seemingly not even know how to use the air hose itself because it took him uh, three days to maybe kind of sort of put air in his tires and then he pulls his truck forward a little bit and then he stops and then he goes inside the gas station and then he comes out two minutes later with beer he's fucking drunk he had to be that was Kimmy's first response he, was, he, he had to be shit faced. he said oh yeah that would explain why he looked like such an idiot just circling around his truck, not being able to do anything. Ah. Yeah, that makes a ton of ton of sense. Uh, so so cool. Um So yeah, he was just he was just shit faced at nine in the morning buying beer. And not that like everyone buying beer at nine in the morning is a fucking drunk, but when you add I wouldn't think anything if somebody was coming out of a gas station or a grocery store at 9 a.m. with beer. That doesn't mean they're going to go home and drink it at 9 a.m. In this area where I live, it probably does mean that, but not everywhere. In most places, it probably means that, but not everywhere. Some people would rather get their stock up early in the morning rather than the, the, the after work rush of people going to get their booze. Get that booze. So that makes perfect sense he was probably just fucking hammered and that's why he just stared at me like a goober with his slack jawed slack jaw hanging open so anyway so i took the car dropped it off explained what was going on explained that i had a reading of low tire pressure and then went and filled my tires with air and then had even lower tire pressure somehow and then brought it to the place dropped it off lovely Toyota of Nashua calls they pay for my lift so I don't have to wait and I don't have to buy my own ride home it's so great they paid for it they set it up they get oh my god and then Luis this lovely fellow named Luis came and picked me up and brought me home and uh, as I've I think I've mentioned before in the podcast how I'm very very much done with Uber uh after they after they sent me a notification that a driver reported me for not wearing a mask in manhattan which is such bullshit and i said prove it give me a camera give me a picture give me a video of it give me any anything you should find proof of that i will f- you know and of course there was no they weren't reprimanding they weren't like fining me i wasn't going my rating wasn't going down and i have a i have a very nice uber rating i've worked very hard to get that uber rating i've worked very hard by sitting in the back of strangers cars over the years to get that uber rating but i am i really i'm done with uber uh because they would dare. I saw somebody else. I, th- I think this is a regular thing. People just getting reported for not following mass protocols when they very much are. It's so strange. Anyway, so lift. I'm going with the lift ever since August. And uh, it was very nice that, that the Toyota place was able to... They provided a complimentary lift. They footed the bill for the lift. What was especially great is... When I got my text from the Toyota guy later in the afternoon saying, your vehicle's all set. And I said, oh, just, a, just a text that said, your car is all set. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, that seems good. Because if it was something bad and something expensive, they wouldn't have just sent a text that said, you're all set. So the wife comes home from work. She drops me off at the Toyota place as she's on her way to pick up the kids from school. I pick up my car no charge and they didn't find anything it was so weird they didn't find anything with the sensors they didn't find they did all the little tire tests that you do you know to find the air bubbles and find the nails and find the shit that's stuck nothing 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 so okay cool so that makes me happy and that's what i figured because even before i stopped to fill up my car to fill up my tires i was you know i'm looking at these lights saying okay 28 psi Versus, you know, 33, 34 PSI on the other two tires. And I'm saying, it doesn't feel like that. I don't feel like I'm sinking into the, <laughs> into the street on one side of the car. And in addition, uh, yeah, it just it didn't feel different. And I know, the first really cold day of the year, that's, that's a pretty common thing. When you have those cold, cold days and your tires are full but maybe not all the way, and yeah, that's it's just gonna happen. You're gonna have that uh, that shrinkage. You're gonna have the shrinkage. so but they they found nothing, and I'm okay with that because it felt like there was a whole lot of not I mean look, I've driven cars with- <laughs> I've driven cars with flat tires. I know what that sounds like. I know what that feels like. I've had cars where there was absolutely one hundred percent a leak in my tire. And I would stop every few minutes and fill the tire as high as I could with air so that I could go drink beer with my friends at some party, and then I would leave and I'd have a flat tire, and I would try to make it to the to the air pump again to fill it up uh, and then and then try to make it home. <laughs> I know what it's like to drive a car with no air in the tires, and this car yesterday. Did not have that feeling. I know what it's like to drive a car that's still safe, but like, ooh, this feels a little, it doesn't feel as smooth. It doesn't feel as whatever. I think I need air. I think my tires might be low. You know, back in the old days when there was no, no nothing that notified you when, you're, when your tires were low. I remember coming back from Rochester one time, seeing, seeing my pals out in Rochester and, uh, and driving back to Binghamton when I was in college and stopping. I must have stopped at every exit to try and find an air pump. And back in those days, I refused to pay. It was like 25 cents. Like the most expensive air pump was maybe 50 cents. And I remember, this is outright, 50 cents for air. I paid a buck 50 and I couldn't even fill my fourth tire yesterday. And that was the biggest expense. I mean, I guess that's the good thing. Even taking it to have it looked at by professionals. And my my biggest expense was $1.50 that I spent on tires that, that the dealership ended up, you know, checking on and making sure they were, yeah, he said, we put some air in it. So my guess is that that air machine just was, yeah, it was no good. And the drunk guy in front of me, just uh, between his stupidity and the air thing being not good, it was just not good. So anyway, that's it. No issues. Tires good. Car good. Life's good. Life wasn't so good about 24 hours ago when I was flipping out Every time I bring my car for anything, if there's like the – if a light comes on, no matter what car it is, no matter what's happening, I assume that every – I assume that everything is going to cost $6,000 <laughs> to repair. I just assume that every time I go someplace to take my car in, even for an oil change, even for like your basic oil change – uh and uh, you know the little regular maintenance tire rotations and fluids and all the usual shit and the ex- and yearly inspection all that stuff i assume that they're going to call me and say uh yes mr hopkins this is uh this is go- this is going to be uh, a hefty sum cuz i had that before i had it with that goddamn lexus that i had no not i'm not talking to you uh echo thing uh I had a 2000, uh, a 2000 Lexus that I bought with 60,000 miles on it. in 2005. Paid like $14,000. Great deal. Great car. Came with a six-disc CD changer. My God, I was living the life. Heated seats. Oh, a smooth ride. An air conditioner. Uh, everything just worked so great. It was just lovely. Just a lovely high-end Toyota Camry automobile. And I should have... Enjoyed, I enjoyed that car. I paid. See, here's the thing I paid it off, uh, what in four or five years. Even that was, I, I had that little, you ever have those coupon pay where you tear the little, it's, it's like a payment book, it's like a coupon book. So you know, like it's, uh, whatever, it's, uh, it's, it's got, let's say, let's say it's a five year, uh, five year term. So you have 60 little, Slips that you tear off, and you fill out the payment amount, and then you put it in the mail with a stamp in an envelope and a check. I'm I'm old enough that I remember paying for things with a check. I still can't believe I paid with. I can't remember the last time I paid with anything with a check. Even ten years ago, nobody was paying by check anymore. And I think that car was about the last thing that I re- would regularly pay for by check. And uh, so yeah, I would send send it every month. Send my little tear my little coupon, fill out the amount, fill out my little check, and put it in the mail. And then summer of 2010, I think I paid paid. It was done. It was paid for. I was, this is great. I don't have a car payment anymore. That's so nice. You know, it was like two something. It wasn't a ton. It's like two hundred a month, two fifty. I don't remember what it was, but it's like now I don't have to pay that. And when you're not making a ton of money, at the time I was making like nothing. I was making nothing. And uh, when you're not making a ton of money, that's $200 a month. Even if you are making a ton, that's a lot of money. That's 200 something a month that you have to pay. So once that was paid off, my whole thing was like, I'm going to... <laughs> this. My children will inherit this car. <laughs> my... At the time, my not-even-one-year-old child will be driving this car when they turn 16. This will be their car, and they'll have it for hopefully a couple of years and run it into the ground. And then by that time, they'll be 18, and they can go buy their own car. So I, I, I said, yeah, I'm just going to keep this car forever. And of course, what's what's always the case? Once you pay off a car, uh, you know, within a few months, that's when everything <laughs> starts to fall apart. That's when it all just, because it coincides with, uh, you know, you've probably put a good sixty thousand miles or so. You're probably doing a good ten to fifteen thousand miles a year, depend. I certainly was because we were, we were driving up Florida all the time, driving to North Carolina. All that. I was putting tons of mileage on that car, and then we moved down there, so we were driving. Then we were driving north all the time to New York after we moved to Florida and North Carolina. And I had that car, and I had that car for the first two years. There was there were two years worth of driving from New Hampshire to Boston every day in that car. I mean, that car made it fucking, oof! What you talk about? Talk about a great car. That two thousand Lexus ES three hundred. That's as good as that was. That was the good life. But then, of course, when I look back and I think about it, and I say, ah you know, the early years, the repairs were not crazy as a few hundred dollars here, a few hundred dollars there. I think I had one major thousand dollar thing. And, and then about, you know, the last, the last three or four years of owning that car, it was when, Oh, okay, here's some, this is a th- thousand. This is a couple thousand. This is this, this is the, it's going to fail every bit of the inspection unless you do this. And then as I've mentioned, finally, I got to the end, uh, the inspection, the 2017 inspection, uh, because I believe I believe May 31st, 2017 was when the in, the the inspection uh, expired, and uh, I was still commuting into Boston, so I wanted to ha- make sure I passed inspection, obviously, so, and legally, yeah. So uh, that's when the guy said, "Hey, dude, <laughs> I stand to lose a lot of money by saying this, but you should really consider just getting a new car." Because this is going to cost so much money, and it's a band aid. You're gonna pay. Th- you're. I were. Lo- we were looking at like twenty five hundred dollars to just put a band aid on it to get it through another year. And I, which when you think about it, like okay, well, that's not that bad. But it's also, I mean, that's a year's worth of car payments. So I traded it in and got a new car. And. I don't know what I don't know what the point of this story was. I'm just I'm going on and on. I'm so tired. I got to bed at almost two o'clock and I got up at six. Uh, the fact of the matter is I don't know. Oh, I should have that's a car that I that I should have been done with. I should have been done with that car long before. I should have four or five years before I before I finally traded it in and got something else. I should have should have traded it in a long time ago. I'm so sleepy right now. I'm just, I completely, everything has just gone blank in my mind. I had shit that I was going to talk about. I don't even, I don't like this podcast. I'm not going to do it. Am I going to, am I going to keep it? I'll fucking keep it. Whatever. Anyway, the fact of the matter is all is well with my car. And that's a, that's a great thing because that's, oh, that's what I was saying. I'm used to paying. I'm used to paying. uh, Not used to. I always expect because I think of those final Two, three years uh, with my old Lexus where it was thousands of dollars. Or not thousands, but it was hundreds of dollars. And it was pretty, every winter. And then the battery, I couldn't get the battery to charge. And God, there was one time where I was taking the bus. And the bus station, the bus that goes into bo- the Boston Express bus. And this, the bus station is 10 minutes from here. It's the next exit up on the highway. It's not that far. And I remember driving to the bus station one morning in that Lexus, a cold, dark, pitch black. It's four something in the morning when I was leaving to because I would get on the, I would take the 515 bus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What the hell was wrong with me? And No wonder I gained like 60 pounds in 10 minutes. Just misery and exhaustion. Anyway, uh, so I was driving, pulled out of the parking lot driving my car to the little bus station and then uh as i'm about to get off the highway everything just turns off everything (laughs) the lights the dashboard everything and it is pitch black luckily it's early in the morning so there's not a lot of cars i thought oh my god what am i gonna do And then somehow I was able to, as I got off the exit, I was just able, I said, oh my God, if I could just coast to the bus station and just enough to get into a parking space, then okay. Then I'll, you know, I'll figure it out after work and have it towed or have whatever I need to do, triple A, blah, blah, blah. So I pulled off the the ramp. I had no no radio, no heat, no power. I couldn't, like the electric window, like all this stuff. I'm in a fucking death trap. I mean, the doors work, so I guess it's you know not that much of it, but, you know. Uh, and somehow, somehow, I was able to get off that exit and just, at a snail's pace, just crawl that final stretch, and somehow, I didn't have lights, I didn't have a turn signal, I didn't have anything, and luckily there were no cars, and I was able to pull into that bus, uh, that parking lot, the park and ride, and somehow coast my little car into a parking space. The first one that I could find, I just pulled right in and, uh, and then that was it. And then I got, and then I went to work and forgot about it. And I came home, I forgot about it. And then I got off the bus, I got into the car, I turned the key and it fired right up. I was like, okay, well, that's good. So then I drove home. And I'm on the highway everything's good seems okay and then <laughs> and then I got off the exit I was very lucky that I made it through the the green light and then I was waiting at the traffic light to turn left into my development and uh into my complex and then <laughs> as soon as that light turned everything went off again I could feel it like fading as I was getting off the exit ramp I said oh no please just let me get, it's like two feet, just let me get there, it's like a quarter of a mile, not even, let me get through this light, and the next light, and then I'll just find a spot, and I just, oh man, I just made it through that left turn traffic light, the green arrow came, I had, again, at this point, I had no, it all went off again, everything, all the electronics, boom, gone, off, and I said, oh my god, I'm going to be stuck at this at this left turn light, and everybody's going to be honking and going crazy. And luckily, there was just this little that pushed me through the light. <laughs> because what happened is I would if I would stop the car and put it in park and then put it in drive, I could get a little juice. It was very strange. So when I got off the exit ramp, I think I put the car in park and then put it in drive, and I was able to get through the, the traffic light at the exit ramp. And then the left turn light, I did the same thing. I just left it in park, put it in drive, got a little boom, and it pushed me enough through the intersection <laughs> into the entrance to my apartment complex. And luckily, there's a parking lot immediately as I turn in. It's not anywhere near where I am located, where I live. But who, ca- who gives a shit? As long as this thing's not fading out in the middle of a highway, <laughs> I don't care. I think I had to pull off to the side before I could even make it to the parking lot. And then I did a little, I put it in park, put it in drive. I got a little oomph. And it was able to coast me into the parking lot where I was just able to. And then the odd thing was me being me, instead of just grabbing whatever spot and just pulling in whatever way, I have to back, I back into every spot. I have to back into every spot because I hate backing out of spots. I like to get in the car and just pull right out. And uh, the only exception is at the grocery store when you have to pull in frontwise because they're going to bring. If you get doing a pickup and they bring your groceries out to your trunk, then okay, I have to pull in, f- pull in headfirst. Fine. Uh, other than that, I back into every spot. And uh, instead of just pulling into there were all these spots. Instead of just pulling into those spots, I said. Mm, Well, there's a good spot back there. Let me try to back in. And then the crazy thing is, as the car was barely moving in drive, I put it into reverse, and it just went no problem. I said, oh, okay. I could have – what is that? Is it licensed to drive where they're just driving back? The car won't go forward. They can't put it in drive, so they have to do everything in reverse. I think that's what would happen. So if if all else failed, if I was on the highway, I could have just put the car in reverse and driven home, I guess. Anyways, I barely – so I just barely backed into a parking spot, left it there the next day, called AAA. They couldn't do shit, <laughs> so they towed it, and then it was oh, some just ridiculous amount of money to whatever the hell was going on. They, I've had electrical issues with that car. I mean, it's long gone. I don't have the car anymore, but when I did have it, oh, man, the electrical issues – because i think i think what happened was i dropped a penny into the into the cigarette lighter one time i don't know why but i dropped a penny in there and i tried to get it out because i'm so smart this was back in uh, whatever i was 20 something i tried to get the penny out with a paper clip in the cigarette thing and i tried cuz i figured oh well if i can just get the paper clip and try to push the penny up instead of just you know maybe getting something sticky maybe chewing a bunch of gum and trying to pull it out that way maybe just any any number of things any number of things no i'll use a paper clip and stick it into the electric cigarette lighter where this penny is stuck i don't even know why i think maybe because my car i think maybe the thing was missing the cigarette lighter thing because i wasn't smoking cigarettes at that time so i wouldn't have used it to light cigarettes Anyway, so uh, yeah, I remember sticking the little paper clip down to get this penny that was stuck instead of just leaving it there because honestly, who, who also who gives a shit? I'm not going to use the lighter. I don't really need the penny. Just leave it now. Nah. So instead I stuck my paper clip and it shorted out the uh, I, I never could use my clock after that on the dashboard. It shorted out and I always had electrical problems with the car after that. And that's when I should have sold the car, but okay. Anyway, so yeah, that one time was... And it cost thousands of dollars to do all this stuff with the electrical system. And it's still... They still didn't... They still couldn't get the clock to work. Like, can you just get the clock to work? I'd love to have a clock in this car. Like I used to. But they couldn't. And then... uh, So anyways, so that's the story of why I always think it's going to be thousands... I I always just say... Every time I bring my car anywhere for even the smallest of things, the most routine of things, I say, yeah, it's going to cost $6,000. And that, that way, because it's never going to cost 6000 And if it did cost 6000 I would say, great. I will be taking my car and I will be trading it in for something else because uh, <laughs> I'm not paying $6,000 to fix anything. Um, so, yeah, it was very nice to get my car back from the Toyota place to go and pick it up and have $0.00 and 0 cents due at the time of pickup. And the guy just shrugged his shoulders and said, I don't know, dude, we looked at everything. It's in good shape. We put some air in the tires. And so maybe that was just the machine at the gas station was, uh, I, I don't know. It's very, very strange. There was part of me that said, I think I could probably just go home. Even though these things are beeping, I could probably just go home and leave my car and come back later, and it'll be fine. That was that was my guess. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I probably could have done that. But, uh, you know, you want to be safe. Have the professionals look at it. Have them tell you that the car is okay. So, the car is okay. That's good. That's a good thing. Uh, so, that's the update. There's the car story. I'm going to end this because i have another story that i would like to tell but i want it to be its own separate podcast because uh you've all stopped nobody's listening at this point i want you to listen to this next one because it's so goddamn great it's so funny it just makes me crack up so stay tuned upcoming podcast is uh, is gonna be a lot of fun talk to you in a bit later gators